footstool or ottoman? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Got another question from another viewer. I love the questions. This one says, can you talk about Hebrews chapter 10, verse 13, where it says, there he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, the question is, what is it regarding a footstool and does it have any implications to the end times? Um, implications to the end times? Well, yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, because um, it's at the very end. Is you know he's waiting at the place of honor. But let's let's uh, do two things here. First of all, Hebrews chapter ten, wonderful chapter, talks a lot about the redemption of Christ, and it really tries to explain things how the blood of bulls and rams never had any effect, and that only they were only a foreshadowing of the blood of Christ that was to come, that is our redemption. So really, it's a it's a brilliant chapter. It's a, an amazing chapter. Um, really like it. So good that you went there. But let's go to Psalm 110. And at the very beginning, David says in Psalm 110, then the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand at the place of honor, I believe it says, until I make a foot, the enemy, make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And I may not have got that word for word, but basically David is, is prophesying. He's saying, the Lord said to my Lord, he's saying, I know that the Messiah is coming. I believe David even knew that the Messiah would come through his lineage because God had made a covenant with David and promised him a king forever. So I believe David knew, but at the same time was also prophesying and saying that, hey, this is, this is what's going to happen. Sit at the right hand until your enemies are made a footstool. So why a footstool? Well, on a throne there was a footstool. It was a place to rest your feet, basically, um, because the throne typically was so high up. So David is kind of saying, hey, you know, your enemies are going to be your footstool. You're going to prop your feet up on them as a form of subjugation to show that you are king and they are not. Now, who are the enemies of Jesus? Well, they're anyone who doesn't believe that he is the Messiah. Anyone who rejects him as the Messiah. You know, this for this particular week, I was going to do a Bible time. I'll do it next week um, about the holiness of God. And it, and it kind of relates to this one. So this is kind of a precursor for, for next week's Bible time too. But anyway, back to the, the footstool. Well, let's turn to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 15. There's another thing in here that I want to read that um, kind of relates to this. And hopefully I can find the verse. I believe it begins around verse 20. Um, Just as death came into the world through one man, now resurrection from the dead has begun through another man. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given a new life. But there is an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised first of the harvest, and all who belong to Christ will be raised when he comes back. After that, the end will come. He will turn the kingdom over to God, the Father, having destroyed every ruler, power, and authority. For Christ must reign until he humbles all his enemies beneath his feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed 
is death. So here the Apostle Paul is also referring to what David said when he's talking about putting his enemies under his feet. It's just a matter, it's a figure of speech, if you will, of saying, I'm the king, there is none above me. But I really like this part where he then hands the kingdom over to God. So Jesus is reigning now, or sitting beside, I'm sorry, sitting beside God the Father right now. He will come again and he will reign as king, and then he will hand it back over to God. And that's just, you know, showing that this is just an amazing thing about the Trinity, that God is just one. There's only one God. But God is the Father, He is the Son, and He is the Holy Spirit, just like I am Father, Son, and cousin, uncle, friend, whatever you may want to say. But, you know, He's showing the humility of God in that I'm giving this for a time to my Son, and then He'll give it back to me. And I, I can really go into that a whole lot more another time, but just truly shows the humility of God. So you really picked up on a, a good one here. Now, as far as it being for the end times, yes, because right now the Holy Spirit is doing the work. So God, the Father, has he gave it to the Son. He's going to give it to the Son after the Holy Spirit does his work here on earth. Then the whole, the God, the Son, will reign as king and then hand the kingdom back to God the Father. So right now, Jesus is resting because he has done his redemptive work. Now the Holy Spirit does the sanctification work, changing us, altering us, beating us into submission. <laughs> Probably not the right choice of words, but in a sense he, he is. He's, he's desiring our submission and he is wooing us to submission through his redemptive work. So when he, his work is done, those who are still enemies of God who have not accepted this redemption, they will be put under Jesus' feet in a figure of speech. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a big pile of bodies, but it's just showing how enormous the throne of God is, showing how incredibly large it is because it's going to be bigger than any throne that ever existed. And, you know, kings typically had a high throne and then they'd have a place where they put their feet and sometimes even stepped up on it to get into the throne because they were just showing their immense power. So in a way, this is showing Jesus's immense power. Think about the enemies of God. How many, let's just pick a number. Let's just say 2 billion people piled up, 2 billion people piled up as a footstool. That's a lot of enemies. I hope it's not that many, but I'm just, you know, just probably more actually. But just imagine, just, just showing the immense power of God in his final authority when Jesus reigns for a thousand years and then hands the kingdom back over to God the Father. So it all just is amazing to think about it symbolically because God is supreme and greater than any king or kingdom this world will ever know. Far greater. I think the Bible's proven that. I think time has proven that. So the time will come when Jesus will stop resting and he will reign as king, as was promised to David. And that's why David wrote what he did in Psalm 110. So I hope you got all of that. So that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. And God bless. Music.